same old trouble Villains always knocking at the door Pretty pictures on the page But nothing ever stays the Thank you, Vandello, and welcome once again to Graphically Novel. My name is Josh Wasta, a.k.a. Fallout Fury. And with me, I mean, there's just no bones about it, is the uh, flaming carrot. Because <laughs> it's not a very good comic that we're going to yeah. be looking at today. Uh, <laughs> I am your flaming carrot. I, I, I am living in the 80s and speaking in tech speak. Yes, Casanova Frankenstein. It's bear. <laughs> And with us, we have the lovely and talented, though she's not feeling well, she's going to power through and be a trooper. We have our lovely and talented Ms. Jennifer Howland, <laughs> the Baronessa. Hello. Who does not have a flame coming out of the top of her head I or a carrot hanging off her no. nose. Nope. Neither is she a bimbo from Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I, I appreciate that. <clears throat> it's my uh, pleasure and Allison I'm so sorry that I am that I'm not feeling well because I really enjoy it when you're on the show a returning guest of ours Alan Passaccio thank you so much for being with us again thanks for having me yes Allison who has been on uh such previous episodes as Tank Girl oh, uh, Tank Girl was so good go back and listen to Tank Girl <laughs> <laughs> uh kind of it, it just kind of ends up that you're our you're our early 80s to late 70s zine girl is pretty much yes <laughs> so today we will be doing mystery men which is probably the furthest media from a comic <laughs> the comic it's based on that we have ever done because this is I, 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 you know, maybe Bulletproof Monk, maybe? No, no, because that actually even had the same characters. In it. <laughs> right. These had a couple of them. They were just like, yeah. all the characters from the movie were like side characters to the main character here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't have like the main ones from the comic, like. At all. Yeah, at all. And, and just because the name is the same doesn't mean it's the same character right well yeah this is like this is how like amityville horror was based on a true story mystery right. man was based on this comic which means somebody drove past a house one time and saw a face in the upstairs window and made amityville <laughs> horror out of it yeah. uh someone who's just like listen i don't think anybody's gonna go for a dude with a carrot for a head that's we gotta give him some other people but there's these other people in the background. We can make a whole movie out of these other people in the background because they're not too weird. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I have opinions. So uh, <laughs> the, the comic that we did for this, we're going to lift the spoiler, uh, our normal spoiler band, because good luck finding the, this comic. This comic came out in the fucking 80s. 70s. Well, uh, 70s. Yeah, the, first, the first issue that we read came out in 87. Right. That's true. Right, uh, which is something yes. that I want to talk about when we get there, because... Yeah. Yeah. You can talk about Please. it right now. Flaming, for it. Flaming Carrot Comics, the main... Flaming Carrot, carrot comics. comics, I would just like to point out, ladies and gentlemen. The main superhero is Flaming Carrot. He has a carrot for a head that is... his. The top of his head is on fire. He rides a nuclear-powered pogo stick. He, uh... There's a lot. There's hey, a lot. The 80s were crazy time kits. <laughs> Yeah, well, as we've covered on this show, so were the '90s in a very different. I think way. somebody. Yes. I think this was written by somebody that just watched a shit ton of David Lynch, and was just like, "I can write so much." Oh, 
because of drugs. But no, David Lynch was not the introduction of that. I mean, we've got to go back to Hunter Thompson. Right. We've got to go back to the 60s. We got to go back and back. Well, but the 80s were really a time where people wanted to express themselves in the, I I don't want to say that they wanted to be the weirdest thing they possibly could, but people were like, I want to explore this thing that that directly rebels against the the, norm. The status quo. People were like, I'm still coming down off of the 70s. Well, and not, yeah. (laughs) But, but, I mean, look at the time frame we're talking about. So I get, okay. So if you go back all the way to the 60s, and we're looking at like people like R. Crumb, who's who's writing and drawing this kind of stuff. That's exactly what I was just looking at, is this is very Fritz the Cat without the sex. So by the time we get to where Bob Burden, who's the writer, drawer, whatever of this right by the time we get where he is doing flaming carrot for the first time i kind of feel like saying baby aren't you done aren't you done with this aren't you past this yet (laughs) so by then it's all becoming a little bit more mainstream Mm -hmm. right by the late 70s is when most of this like underground comics like with the x with the x we're gonna write about sex and drinking and who we're naughty right that's kind of gotten to the end of its run but it's not quite been influenced by the punk scene yet, which is what is a part of it that I like, of course, right? Right, yeah. which see our episode on Tank Girl. See Tank Girl. Um, but he's still trying to make the same jokes and do the same things. Only when we're, the stuff we're reading is 1988. Right. In 1988, you think it's funny that your next door neighbor bought a woman? Right. <laughs> Right. I mean, listen, I grew up in rural Hi. South Dakota, so yes, people would, that would have been scandalous and funny, and people have been on your ass making jokes about it for a decade. Well, yeah, but that was like, yes, but... that whole joke was like straight out of uh, Eddie Murphy's Delirious, where he talks about getting a woman from Africa. Yeah. Like that What whole... have you done for me lately, Eddie? Yes, that whole thing, like spot on, had been done four years prior in an Eddie, in a very famous Eddie Murphy stand-up. You well, know? I got the feeling like, okay, so in my head, it was like Happy Days, the TV show that was about so the 50s, movies. right? So yeah, it was the 50s. It was what the 50s was in a TV show. Okay, enough. <laughs> I was waiting to see how long it would take. I'm going to kick you. <laughs> um, and no, so- I... I, I had that feeling like it was like we're gonna make this comic and it's gonna be like a in the past like it's you know nostalgia and air quotes. almost, almost but my question is well, not is even that was that on purpose or is this just an aging boomer frankly <laughs> yeah that, that yeah didn't I mean, I have a friend who's a Gen Xer who I freaking love, who, you know, walks around in a giant two-colored tone leather jacket with fringe down to his knee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He just lean in, baby. Okay. Oh. So oh, is that what Bob Burden did? Was he even was he even aware that he was writing something that was that was, I feel a little bit derivative about yeah. 15 years too old? Yes. Well, and I think especially, I, I don't think it was an accident that he named the town that uh, Flaming Carrot goes to Smallville. Um, I, I don't think that's an accident at all, especially since it's like farmland and it's it's very it's very reminiscent of like 
you know, your Superman comics, especially your, your early Superman comics, because like this is like the wacky crap that Clark did in Smallville turned up to the wackiness meter is at 11. Like, yeah, you know, um, I found that it was trying to mock like a Superman type while missing the point entirely. (laughs) It almost feels because he was involved in the movie. It almost feels like the underlying premise. Good one. The underlying premise is I've got these characters that are not their second rate super. And they're in this, this old, you know, freaking mill town that nobody cares about. And they're just, you know, they're doing the best they can. But in general, in the evenings, they do, they're, they're from this town. They just want to go to the bowling alley and get drunk. Right. So that's you feel a like, great, man, that's a great premise. So this is like the, uh, um, the discount rate defenders. Yes. Well, yeah. but I feel like the, I will say that this comic actually gave me more of an appreciation for mystery men, the movie. The reason being is exactly what you just said, Allison. Whoever wrote that movie or, or like, you know, took the script, um, just grabbed that part of it, (laughs) dusted all the other crap off of it, like screwball, no. Uh, Flaming Carrot, no. I'm going to take like these three characters, add a couple of more, but that is pretty much the idea of Mystery Men. Is like they they are the fifth tier superheroes. Well, and they turned around and made it an origin story out of it. Which, right? Honestly, oh, yeah. like that's how you start. That's that was just the formula for how you start this stuff. Right. It's like you don't walk into you know Dark Knight Rises right. having never seen Batman Begins. If right. We're gonna, if we're gonna go like Christopher Nolan style, because I, I think that's you know the best. I, I do think that's the best Batman we've got. You know what I think mystery makes Mystery Men the movie actually good? <laughs> Janine Garofalo? I wouldn't go that Janine far. Janine Garofalo, yeah. Ben Stiller. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say Wade, Ben Stiller. Right? I, I really think they, in my mind, they had to have been allowed so much freedom to to kind of rip off. I bet I bet 90% and whatever the heck it was came out of, came out of improv. Because oh, yeah. when you look at what Mr. Furious is. I mean, the star the power, the star power that went into this movie is astronomical, really. If you think about the time that it was, you know, that it was filmed in. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's 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 that weird nexus of people either on the way down from the top of their career or on, on their the way, way up. Because like William H. Macy, not really a name at this yeah. point. He's more of a that guy. Yeah. He becomes oh, yeah. after this. Exactly. He, I, he I, really starts shooting at the top. Right. Yeah. Ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo, the 90s are waning at this point. And yeah. that was that was their their the height of yeah. their popularity. So they're kind of on their way down. Paul Rubens, this is this is a comeback <laughs> for him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 What uh, I think and, is go ahead. Um, uh, Greg Kinnear. Oh, uh, the Raja. The, oh, uh Hank yeah. Azaria. Hank Azaria. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's deep in, in Simpsons at this point, but that's yeah. like, he hasn't like most of the stuff that I know him for. He's not, yeah. he hasn't, he hasn't done yet. Probably one of my, probably my favorite role that he was in was, uh, was America's Sweethearts. Um, you know, but that's also, I'm a Cusack fan, but he's hilarious in that. Um, bird cage. Hmm? The bird cage. The bird cage. The bird yes. Cage. <laughs> yeah. Which again, after this, yeah. um, uh, uh, who was the guy 
the mentor. I can't remember the his Sphinx. name. The oh, Sphinx. The Sphinx. Yes. Thank you. The Sphinx is a character from an old, a gold golden age comic. Yes. I found, but he's I, a, when I dug around that, because I was like, where where are these characters? I, I honestly was pretty right? bad at this comic. <laughs> 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 Uh, so I dug around the characters and the Sphinx is a character from a golden age comic that was published under a publisher that wasn't in existence anymore. But the internet right. says that if it had been in existence, the writers of the movie would have been sued for plagiarism. Your studio was the Sphinx who I'm, I don't recognize him at all. Right. I don't, um, well, uh, yeah, I have to go the, look it up. But the cast no, was he's, just... he's, uh, he's a, was a, pretty good native american actor yeah. he's been in a yeah. lot of i'm pretty sure he was in oh the yeah that right there last of the mohicans yeah yeah but yeah this movie had i mean eddie izzard uh yeah. oh. Je jeffrey rush right jeffrey um, rush that's tom yeah. waits tom which waits. we have a I whole section to talk about tom waits i yes. love tom waits tom waits is such an underappreciated artist human being. in so many ways yeah. <laughs> Well, and when Tom Waits shows up in a movie, it's not like Tom Waits doesn't show up for a normal movie. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Tom, like the, the other one that I can think of off the top of my head with him in it is uh, Buster Scraggs, which again, I've not seen. Oh, it's a great Coen Brothers Western-ish movie, but it's like, it's odd, you know? So Tom Waits shows up in these kind of odd movies. Um, I wondered if he didn't do this one because his character's like this wacky inventor. Right. And at the time, all of his music was like, I'm going to invent a new a experimental. New yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, one of the theories that I read, because again, so here's Allison trying really hard to get through the comics. I actually had to <laughs> like reset myself because I was like, I don't like this. And I'm right. going to have to talk about it. So let me let me take another try. So I put on a bunch of Jane's Addiction and Bikini Kill and drank some really, really dark coffee and was like, maybe this will help. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm there with you. The only reason I got through these comics is because I have a job where sometimes I have to be just the standby guy, which means other people are down in a hole somewhere. And I have to be the guy that like calls the fire department and goes, holy shit, we need help. Yeah, and so I'm standing out there, and I'm watching these guys work, and I'm just like, um, I'm gonna be here for the next eight hours. Um, let's read this comic because I'm getting paid to do it. Yeah, so so I did a lot of digging. Here's the interesting theory that I I kind of want to say a little bit about the character Flaming Carrot. Sure, <laughs> go ahead. So we've got this character who has a carrot for a head, but it's actually a mask that's made by Doctor Heller. And it goes from like tall enough to be like a top hat to basically his knees. And then wait, this is a mask. mask? Yeah, we didn't cover that in the five well, issues that we read. No, because we only covered the five issues that actually have the mystery. Yeah, okay. right, exactly. Allison, Allison so, did extra work. I did extra homework okay, on a I, comic that I hate. Because <laughs> Allison you. is the Hermione Granger graphically <laughs> yeah. novel. I'm down because, like I said holy shit, like, I saw that this was a Dark Horse imprint, so I was like, okay, well, that's entertaining, but this is a fucking mask? It's a mask. I'm it's suddenly, pronounced, I'm it's suddenly pronounced, way less interested in this comic. It's pronounced <laughs> Shuffler, not right. Shuffler. So, his, his, he's got, you know, this nuclear pogo stick, right? 
that can bounce off of anything. He wears swim fins, swim flippers, wherever he goes. He says, because you never know when you might have to have to swim. Okay. I feel like I'm playing Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Like, I'm, right. I never know when I'm, I'm going to jump in the river and, like, and, fight some Zoras. Right. And cool, you're trying to make something that's surrealist. I can appreciate yeah. your creativity, right? What I want is for you to be aware and, and self-aware of what the end result has been. And so I went out to the Bob Burden website. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you know what Bob Burden says about his own comic? No. <laughs> I want to hear this. The world's first surrealist superhero. That Flaming Carrot was the freshest, most disturbing, and culturally subversive book to come out of the 80s comic book movement. Bold, bold, bold statements. Okay. Yeah. Okay, friend. So bold, I start like I'm like bold of you to assume that comic books have feet. <laughs> well, even out of the 80s, even putting it in that decade, right. no, no, there were so many other. <laughs> yeah. So that's. It all it did was fed my like, ugh, my, <laughs> it just fed my like general dislike. But again, I I actually really love the movie. So I'm like, where where is this? I actually found somebody online who believes that the character of Flaming Carrot is Captain. America. That is uh, what it says in the uh, IMD in the D the D's trivia the D. section. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I'm I'm still kind of processing that. Like, are yeah. there enough similarities there to be like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not supposed to like Flaming Carrot. I but mean, I don't think, I don't think so. <sighs> <laughs> I, I'm having a little cognitive dissonance here. Hang on, let me process. And it makes me think of the, 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 the one comic where they go to a bar and they're like, you know, trying to get laid, basically. And, oh, and there was no only one? I thought that happened <laughs> in at least two. I swear that happened in at least two of the five comics we read. It's it's such a frat boy comic. So he, <laughs> the the guys are like, oh, we can't get any action. And his suggestion is, well, if you can't pick up somebody, why don't you just arrest a girl? Yeah. <laughs> that feels like a Captain Amazing move. Yeah. 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 That's true. Oof. I don't Oof. know if it makes it okay, but. No, <laughs> none of it's okay. <laughs> this reminds me of the time I took off my top and got killed by Greg Kinnear. Also Sorry. a reference I didn't catch. Dr. Tran. Okay. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've watched anything Dr. Tran. Uh, yeah. And uh, on that note. I will say, um, I remembered not liking this movie. And watching it again, I actually enjoyed it more than I remembered. I still wouldn't say it's a good movie. <laughs> See, I had a different response. Like, when this movie came out, which was what? 90s. Late 90s. Yeah, I was going to say late 90s. It was one of those ones that I was like, okay, I don't like Ben Stiller. Yeah. And I still don't like Ben Stiller. Oh. And, but I was just like, but Janine Garofalo yeah. and William H. Macy and all the rest of the characters in here, stellar. Like, yeah. great acting. Like, when I when I first watched it, just out of college, I'm just like, oh, well, actually, I was probably in college at the time. We said, what, 99? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still in college at the time. And I'm like, you know what? This is This is a great college like binge drinking movie like we're gonna sit around we're gonna get drunk we're gonna throw this movie on that we probably have this volume turned down on and we're just watching like so there's something visual going on and people go what the hell is that yeah there's a bowling ball with a skull in it it's killing people and then you know later i love go ahead 
I love, sorry, I love Heller. I love all the, the pre I love the premise. Heller is, in my opinion, the best superhero of them. The only real superhero, <laughs> technically, in the party. Because he understands the game of, yes. right? He's like, look, I'm going to make you some crazy weapons that actually don't kill anyone. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because it's all, yeah. Because it's all. Non-lethal. Come on. What are you doing? You're dressing up like disco guys and you're... I'm, I'm Tony Stark, but I'm not actually like in the suit. I'm, I'm giving you the suit. Yeah. 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 I. No, I take that back because I would, I would also call the bowler an actual superhero. Yes, because there's some, uh, there's a supernatural element. There's a supernatural the element there up until the point where like her father actually passes on to the spirit world at the end of the movie. And I'm just like, well, there goes the sequel. There goes yeah, exactly. There goes the sequel because the next sequel would be the Bowler, the Waffler. Well, that was because Janine Garofalo was done. She didn't want to. Well, that back. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that too. No, it, it, it. Looking at this, no one wanted to go back yeah. by the end of this movie. Uh, I mean, could you? But could you do Mystery Men again in this day and age? Would Would that movie fly? Would this movie fly in this age of Marvel? as something wacky side project like Deadpool style yes. would this movie fly in this day and age with better special effects same like not, not necessarily the same cast like are we gonna are we gonna run with this are people gonna enjoy this that's, that's not how I would, I would, I would argue it. yes because it's called Doom Patrol that's fair <laughs> but that's not say? how that's not how I would do that movie in this day and age I would do I would be like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna do a trauma film come on yeah. Come on, friend. Well, so, actually, so not, not, a, not an origin story. You're going to do a trauma fest? Well, it's just, I'm going to, I'm not going to do it with better special effects. I'm going to do it with right. worse special effects. Right. Ah! And right? you're going to have the I'm Toxic Avengers show up. Yeah, I'm going to do it in my basement with my friends, and one of them's going to wear pajamas, and he's going to be the main character. You know he's, what I mean? Well, he's, he's going to be the Blue Raja. Like, yeah. he's going to be the dude throwing forks as the main character. I feel like this was kind of in the same vein as the Clue movie or oh, Murder by Clue. Death. Yes. Where oh. it was Clue where it has was, a special place in my heart. It's a very campy, you know, we're going to take like especially all the villains. That was very murder oh, by so death. Great. It's like yeah. these are the tropes of villains. You know, it's like we have the Susies. We have the whatevers. Oh we, my god! You know, and I want the, the frat boys. Um, and yeah. the frat <laughs> boys and the oh my god! Probably the highlight of the movie for yeah. me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but this is actually something that I wanted to talk about because looking at it when you were talking about it, I don't like Ben Stiller, but I like these people. I was thinking about that, and that is because this movie is kind of the cornucopia of comedy. You know, there's a little something like. There's the Ben Stiller, like, embarrassing comedy. Yeah. Which is in it. There's the Janine Garofalo, sarcastic, what she does. The yeah. sarcastic yes. humor is in it. The spleen is in there for dick and fart jokes. Right. Yep. Uh, you know, it, pretty much all elements of comedy. Right, yeah. And then you're looking at, like, Blue Raja and William H. Macy. Like, William H. Macy does high drama in parts that high drama have no, no reason fucking business to be yeah the, which then he would go on to do other like other comedic roles like that but the, like the, the other ones that i think of is like walk hard you know right. those kind of movies where it it took things that were dramatic and just like made it funny and then you have the blue raja which is like it's every gamer, every gamer dude 
living in his mom's basement, but I'm actually a superhero. But also trying Can to I be, be more intellectual than he is. Yes. Because uh-huh. like, oh, you're not, there, there's no blue in your eye. Well, actually, it makes a lot of sense if you understand that uh, <laughs> England he's trying colonized to, India. He's trying to like, the, the highbrow, like, Frasier style. Yes. He's, he's, he's yeah. failing. He's failing. But you still have that element in there for people to be like, that's funny, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're all failing. Right, right. right? That's what's you have so the, great. Yeah. And then you have the Sphinx, which is just opening up, like, oh. basically how fake things like uh, uh, astrology are. Exactly. You know? Like, he says these things that sound profound, but they can apply to any. Right? He, he just... He, and then Ben Stiller calls him. That's, like, right. the only good part about Ben Stiller's performance, personally, is, like, you say this, but it's this, but not this. And you're just going to do... And he's like, well, I don't think that's true. I was like, what are you going to say next? This, but not this? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. He calls him out on the on the form, formulaicness yes, of, right. of who this character is as a superhero, which is why I think it's so hysterical that this character is actually ripped off of some old golden age. Right. That's my problem with those old, like, original comics is it's also formulaic and and clean right well it's but, yeah it's four color and it's it's worst moments yeah you so you'd think i would like this <laughs> i i thought I, I knew you had mentioned that you liked the movie i knew nothing about the comic when i when i tagged you for this. listen none of us knew anything about the none comic of us yeah when we were like mystery men let's look up mystery cool, men let's and do it yeah it's the comic when we were like what the ever-living fuck yeah <laughs> Like this, this episode got delayed, and we're like, I, I have been sitting on things that I needed to say about this comic for a while, and now I'm just like, I don't even want to talk about the comic. Let's just talk about the movie. Yeah, because <laughs> the comic is just not good. Well, but so here's the question: So if you find someone who loves the movie, ooh, what if you find someone who hates the movie? I don't know. If you <laughs> is this is this comic something you? I don't want to say recommend. Look, nobody recommends. I mean, this is usually what we say for the end, right? Yeah. Oh, this is usually what we say for the end. Is is are we gonna are are we gonna keep reading? That's a fair point. But we can talk about it now. I mean, that's not a big deal. Like, I'm trying to decide now that I know all of this about the origin of the movie. Do I tell? I don't know. (laughs) These are side characters from a comic called Flaming Carriage. Uh, no, I think this is a thing that you just save for the the well actually moment when you're sitting oh. around. It's like, but it's not even really a well actually moment. It's like, no. listen, I could tell you something about this, but I don't think you really want to know. <laughs> so you're gonna have a Nietzsche moment. It's like, listen, it goes deeper than this, but you don't you don't want to know. Like, just don't, just just let it go. Just just move on with your life. Yeah, I and then this this comic was hurtful <laughs> i mean it was it honestly it was i cl- kind of well here's the thing though i kind of classified it as like a train wreck like i kept turning pages because i was like what is even <laughs> happening yeah no i'm like i'm turning the next page going i i don't even know what the fuck is these are they're cloning hitler's feet what i don't where the one thing that i liked <laughs> With that, the that, army of Hitler's cloned yes. feet. Listen, I'm I'm, da- I'm down with that for those of you that watched our spirit episode. Yeah, because like there was there was a foot moment in the spirit. There was. So that was the only thing that was just like there's these boots. They are German, just fucking 
military boots that are just marching down the street kicking the shit out of people and this is funny and then it stops i think the premise really really good and bless you know bob burden sorry buddy (laughs) i just don't think that he executed it well in one of the issues there's this like i don't know if you guys read it because man it's dense but there's a a page that is Bob speaks, you know, where no. he's like, letters oh, no, I have that page open right now. Skipped, <laughs> I'm skipped looking at all it. of that. It's his description of his own comic. And it's, there's some really good stuff in here where you're like, yeah, that is really cool. I love that. He's like, I put it in this everyday milieu of iron city. It's an American mill town with overcast skies, cracks on the sidewalk and milkman at dawn. And our characters are like second string. They're marginal. This issue right? story is a comedy about one man's eternal quest for love and companionship. I'm just like, are you fucking serious? Did you read this comedy? I I don't think he knows what he's created. Either that or he tried to be creative and do this thing. Listen, man, if you're gonna mind. if you're gonna masturbate onto the page, don't use a pen. <laughs> Did you say that out loud? Wow. Sure did. Wow. Because, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He lives hard and plays hard. He shoots first and asks questions at the same time he's shooting. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, this, uh, this crosses the wacky line for me. This is, this is Deadpool if he took itself seriously. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how seriously it's taking itself. I, I'm saying if if Deadpool took himself took, seriously, oh, he yeah. would be he would be flaming carrot. Yeah, yeah. I re- I really like surrealist art too. That's what's so mind boggling to me, right? I love Dadism. I love the idea that like there's this whole group of artists that just said, you know what, humans don't deserve humans don't deserve good art. Here, here's a bunch <laughs> of stuff that makes you feel crappy. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's great. And I don't get that sense from this comic. I get the sense that he's trying really hard and failing, like his characters. He's the he's the guy in the group that's surrounded by funnier people that's always trying to be funny. Oh yeah. I'm gonna shut my mouth right now. <laughs> You're about to start saying names. I was about to name names and. <laughs> but yes, that's, that's really it's good. it's the person in the group that's always trying to be funny, and people are like no, no, yeah, no. I just keep my mouth shut because I know I'm not funny. <laughs> Looks aren't everything, right? <laughs> so it sounds like we all kind of agree about the quality of the comic, but I have to admit, yeah. it sounds like you guys don't really like, or at least didn't really like the movie. And I was in love with this movie. From the- this I, isn't a movie I will watch again. I, I will watch this movie again. I, I've seen this movie several times. Yeah, yeah. same here. Um, and, you know, I... I wouldn't go as far as saying that I loved the movie and, you know, thought it was fantastic, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was amusing. I mean, I particularly liked the casting. I mean, there are a lot of actors in this movie that I I really like a lot. Um, and I think that they did fantastic. You know, they they're they they were they embodied their roles, let's just say that. <laughs> Honestly, I think at this point in the world with the prevalence of these all these other superheroes if the sequel came out this year or next year for this like 
This a direct mystery sequel man. to a direct this mystery sequel okay. to this. Now it's probably going to be obviously. I understand that this direct sequel is probably going to be more along the lines of like the most recent Ghostbusters, right? But if a direct sequel came out right now, I didn't pay money to go see Eternals. I'd pay money to go see Mystery, the the sequel to Mystery Night. I think it would be better than Eternals. <laughs> I think because the characters are endearing, and not a little bit because of their failure, but the characters are look. If I lived in a world with Captain Amazing, um, 100% I would want to get on the villain train because of <laughs> Captain Amazing, right? Like, right. <laughs> I'll build a lair because I need you to show up in my house so I can tell you what I think of you, right? I mean, is is <laughs> is Captain Amazing a precursor to, uh, shit, I can't remember his name right now, uh, from The Boys, who was the Superman equivalent in The Boys? Oh, Homelander? Yeah. Mm. Is Captain America the precursor Captain to... Amazing. Or sorry, Captain Amazing. <laughs> Captain, is Captain America Freudian the precursor? Slip. Yeah, right. Um, is, is Captain Amazing the precursor to Homelander? I don't think so. I think I think Captain Amazing is just another in the long line of stick a white dude, put a cape on him, and he's a Superman equivalent. I was looking at more of the... the um, the endorsements the captain capitalist yeah, yeah. captain capitalist yeah. is what he was you know i mean maybe there are similarities there i wouldn't say it was a precursor uh because that implies that he begat like that homelander was a direct equivalent i think homelander was an eventuality that was going to happen in one way or another and in fact i would say red sun is a closer uh comparison to homelander than captain amazing i don't know i think well personally i think Red Sun is another one of those like if if you started Superman later in the timeline, what do you get as opposed right. to starting him in like the sixties or seventies in Kansas or starting him in the sixties or seventies or even eighties in Russia? Right. What do you get if you start Superman in the right? You know, nineties or or early aughts? Yeah, it's a it's a it's an Elseworlds kind of thing. But yeah. I I just the idea of Basically, Homelander is Superman as villain, which terrifying when he's the most. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a hard time arguing that point. <laughs> I would imagine that you would argue on the grounds of Brightburn, but no, actually, I I didn't I didn't like Brightburn, but not because of the premise. So when I saw the pr- trailers for Brightburn, I looked at it and went, "Okay, Superman growing up later in the times." Everybody's got anxiety. He's being raised poorly. Um, but Brightburn really added in the element of, listen, my my ship that I came in here on is yeah. giving me like right. evil notes. Like right. they they branded this. They didn't. They didn't. The trailers didn't give you the idea that this was going to be straight up horror because of my origin. They just kind of played it as, hey, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do Superman newer. And everybody's got problems already, so he's going to grow up bad. When you actually watch Brightburn, you're like, oh, oh, no, this wasn't his choice. This was, he's, right. he's being forced. Right. So I I didn't like Brightburn as much as I thought I was going to. Okay, so there's disappointment in there. I understand. I'm not saying it was like an overall bad film. I was just like, was not expecting. Yeah, I saw the trailer and went, oh, I know what this is going to be. And then I watched it and went, yep, knew what this is going to be. Yeah. I, I was missing that one little element yeah. that was like, is this his choice or is this something that's influencing him? Oh, it's something influencing. Okay, moving on. But yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, 
I, I agree with you, by the way, on the, the villains part, because if I could join Eddie Izzard's gang, even though I don't know. I how mean, to it's Eddie Izzard. Yep. Even though I don't know how <laughs> right? to roller skate, uh, I'd do it. Well, not everyone roller skates. Most people. But yes, you're right. I and so here's the other thing. I don't know if this was on purpose or not. Maybe not. But you know how they make fun of the disco boys? Because mm-hmm. what's your, you know, what's your superpower? What's your guns? That's what you got, right? That was actually Flaming Carrot's primary weapon. Yes. Right. Yeah, right. Was this nine millimeter? Because at the end, he didn't have anything he could do. <laughs> yeah, my superpower is a nine millimeter, and in the eighties, a nine millimeter was a big thing. I remember a nine millimeter Beretta being like the gun of choice in the eighties, and now we're just like, really? To go to the grocery store? What do you mean the gun of yeah. choice? <laughs> In movies, everybody, yeah, what? like that was everything that I everything that I saw the movies, the the okay. TV. Everybody okay. was like, I got this nine right. millimeter Beretta, and then we got into the nineties, and everybody was just like, Well, I have this Desert Eagle. Desert Eagle. Yours on the side of the gun says replica. Yeah. Mine says Desert Eagle point five zero. So I believe we may have exhausted this topic. <laughs> the only characters that. I haven't talked about that I love. I just, I'm going to tell you the characters I love. All right. Tell us. I love the PMS Avenger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? I love the Waffler. And I love Ballerina Man. Yes. And I think after being rejected by the Mystery Men, the three of those should come together under some sort of supervillain team. There you go. I would pay money to watch that. So funny story about (laughs) the Waffler. So Dane Cook was told by Ben Siller, nothing but you're going to show up in this scene and you're going to be the Waffler. Because basically, all these people just called their friends. Um, Like Michael Bay, the director, is one of the frat boys. No. Yes. Like, (laughs) this was literally a movie where people just called their friends to show up in this movie. So Dane Cook is like, like, okay, well, what do I wear? And Ben Siller's like, I don't know, wear whatever you want, but your character's the Waffler. So Dane Cook like burned his shirt with the waffle pattern and showed up with the waffle iron and stuff. And Ben still was like, no, the waffler, like you can't make a decision. The waffler. <laughs> no, I think Dane Cook did it right. <laughs> yep. And then yeah. they because Dane Cook was like, no, I'm the waffler. I, I feel like the scene out of Deadpool 2 where they're forming X-Force came directly <laughs> oh, yeah. from Mystery Men. Yeah, that that I'll give you. The Waffler's theme song is the best. Like, <laughs> again, all improv because Dane Cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, and, and I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I'm willing to bet. You go back and you really look at how much of this was improv. It was probably like close yeah. to 80, 90 percent. Right. It had to be a, a lot. Yeah. The D doesn't say anything about that, which is mm. weird. The the D, Jason. The D. He can't hear you because there's hear uh, headphones. Uh huh. So uh, let's you'll, you'll hear me eventually. Let's make this official, Allison. Yes, <laughs> you gonna read this uh, any more of this comic? I, it sounds like I've read twice as much of this comic because <laughs> I was assigned in the first place. I, it's 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 like a bad car accident. There is a part of me I have to admit that wants to go read not later all of it, but the early. No, I'm I'm there with you. Yeah, let me see the ones that came out in the early 70s. Like, is it better? I'm absolutely with you because that was, that was, I was, I was literally doom scrolling the whole time I was reading this. I'm just like, what the fuck is coming? Like, literally train wreck, you know, like, 
Uh, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. Jen? So that's as far as I'll go. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Fair? I, uh, it's one of those things like, I, I got a couple drinks in me. I don't have anything better to do. And you set new flaming carrot down in front of me. I'm just going to be like, all right, well. You're going to be like, is there literally nothing on TV right now? Yeah. <laughs> is there, like, Show me wrestling. <laughs> Josh, are there new wrestling characters you haven't told me about? We're going to watch AEW. I'm sure there's there's a wrestling character I haven't heard about yet, right? 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 Don't make me read Flaming Carrot. Listen, I, I, I haven't I haven't won I haven't won Death Road to Canada yet. I'll, I'll play another episode of that. Um, no, actually, this is one of those things that I would be like, okay, there's here's some flaming. I, I, I might actually even buy some random it. if I could find it. If I could actually find paper copies and just leave them on my coffee table, and people would be like, "What are that?" and I'd be like, "Oh, hang on, let me get you a drink, and I'll leave you alone for about." 30 minutes but there's so many better comics to do that with <laughs> i know i would but... do that with hothead paisan lesbian homicidal terrorist or whatever I would that already that already sounds more interesting that's great i wish there was a movie to that i would bring those here <laughs> well there is but it's got a triple x rating uh, <laughs> is that a... i hope no, that's not true no, okay no. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know the extents of your knowledge of porn, so we're porn. just going to move right along. Everything. Yeah, I, uh, same boat. Uh, I spent, I believe, too much time invested in the search for these comics to even get a digital copy. Uh, Listen, I got paid to read them, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've already spent too much time. I'm flaming carrot. I will not be, be interested in this any longer. Time to move on to the next thing. That's right. I'll let you know if I ever come up with a script for a trauma style mystery nice. into. That'd be I fantastic. Still think, I still <laughs> think that we could we could move on to a direct sequel from this in this day and age, and people would people would pay money to see that. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna take that bet because that yeah. that pushes your buttons to actually make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, thank you so much for joining us once again. Thanks for having me. This is always, always, always super fun. Oh, good. We love having you. Yes. <laughs> uh, everyone, tune in next time when we will be doing Young Justice. So from mystery men to child sidekick superheroes in their own team. Yes, with the guest of my own child. Your own yes. child. We can have Alex on. That's going to be fun, too. First time. First time to have Alex on here. Yes. So until then, take it away, Vandello. Come with me, I'll tell a story that you might have heard before. Graphically novel, but the same old trouble, villains always knocking at the door. Pretty pictures on the page. But nothing ever stays the same. Come at me, and I'll show you something you ain't never seen before. Right or wrong, or oh, can't we all just get along? My mask is no different than yours. 
pretty pictures on the screen, but nothing's ever asked. 